just told Richie we rich. Welcome to the Monday to Monday podcast. Today we have Millie Golightly as our guest. How you doing? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm wonderful. I'm so happy you joined us. Well, thank you very much. You know, we've never met in person. We've never met in person, but I do feel like we we speak quite a lot. So I guess yeah. who's really met in person over the last like year anyway? Do you know what I mean? Like that's everybody's true. met over Zoom or other things. So Yeah, that's true. I do see some artists and I'm like, yo, we finally met. And they're like, no, we actually met a couple of years ago. I was like, oh, COVID's been crazy. Yeah. And it doesn't even feel like it's really been as long as it's been, to be honest. But no. Insanity. Well, yo, um, so that cowboy hat in the background. Oh, yeah. Is that from Neon Cowboy? Um, So this is my hat that I actually wear on stage. I've got And I wear it with the lights on on stage so that if people are not like the, not like I'm saying like I'm playing stadiums, people at the back might not be able to see me, but I just, I'm quite short. So I quite like to be able to be, they can see my hat moving around if they can't see me. Uh, So I've got a few of those in different colors, depending on what persona I'm taking on at that show. (laughs) Hell yeah. Yeah. And I saw you even like you have the whole cowgirl Mm -hmm. outfit. You even have the gun holsters. Oh yeah, I have a few outfits um, and there's definitely like I pre-planned them. There's maybe I've picked out maybe like four that I haven't used yet for this year, um, all different colors. Um, so I try and pick, you know, whatever the vibe of the show is going to be that night is quite dictated by the outfit I choose. Hell yeah. Well, yo, um, so for everyone listening, we're actually working with Millie on a couple things. We can't give you too many specifics. One of them is in the NFT world. But also, you know, the Monday to Monday playlist, you're on it every week now. Yeah, now that we've appreciate that. Because I was a fan of the playlist before you ever put me on it. So I'm very, very grateful whenever I see that I've made it. So thank you very much. Oh, really? You were listening? Yeah. Well, obviously, because, you know, I've known about you from YSL and all the rest of it. So the first time you put me on the playlist, I was like, oh, my God. Like, Because, you know, I know that you playlist my friend Tia sometimes so i've obviously known about it from her so yeah i was very excited about it and continue to be very excited when i see my name on there so thank you very much for that hell yeah and yo shout out to jordan i saw your comment that was very nice of you leon a frog emoji hell yeah if anyone has a question let us know we're watching the comments on youtube on twitter we're watching all the comments on instagram and we'll bring you into the uh, stream if you have a good comment or a good question, actually. But yo, Millie, what's cool about you? Well, one of the many things that's cool about you is uh, you are supported so much by people in YSL, which is Thug's World, Young mm-hmm. Thug's World. But also, you have your own sound, your own vibe. I mean, I mean, Young Thug's the best. So it's great to have that world around you. But what I'm saying is, um, you are making music in different genres. You even let me hear a sneak peek of a song that had country vibes. Yeah. Very heavy country vibes. And, you know, you call yourself the cowgirl or the British Barbie or what do you call yourself? Have you ever said British Barbie or do we just say that about you? No, somebody said that once in the comment and then um, I thought, oh, that's really cute. So I put it in my bio and I really do think it kind of describes, um, kind of describes the essence of the music. And it's very interesting because now people have told me that when people have asked them like what the music sounds like, they they use that as a um, kind of genre. (laughs) Even though obviously, you know, it's, 
it's uh, just my Instagram bio. But I mean, pe- people seem to really like it, and I think it's I think it's always very nice. I appreciate when I go on an artist's profile and I read a sentence about them that they've written about themselves or whatever that kind of encapsulates their music. It just makes everything much easier. I feel like so. Hell yeah! Well, yo. I do love that. So we'll start. We'll continue to say it. I just didn't know if you liked it. Why well, British? I can't say it about myself. It's too embarrassing. I said it once at a show and nearly died. I was like, why have I just said that? <laughs> yeah, other people can say it though. That's fine. <laughs> Hell yeah. So yeah, for everyone who knows, she's British, but she's living in Atlanta, spending time in LA. So yeah, she's touching both continents. And yo, Emily, bring in our first guest. Let's go. Oh, my guest. That's exciting. Let me see. I actually could do it here. All right. What's up, man? What's up, guys? Nice to meet you. Hey, nice to meet you. Hey, I am um, just want to say right time is just a, a banger. Oh, my like, God. I was just, like, jamming in my office earlier. I was like, I can't stop listening to this one. Oh, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. That song is very... Um, I would say it's one of the more like singing based ones that I've put out so far. So whenever I hear reactions like that, I feel very grateful because obviously the music is not going to stay in, in the rap world forever. So I'm really happy that you right. gravitated towards that one. Um, so I have a couple of questions. Yeah, of course. Uh, since you are for London, I got to ask who's yeah. your favorite, you know, footy club? Um, my favorite football team, I was actually christened this, is Manchester United. Um, and I've posted before photos of me wearing like a Man United kit um, when I was like six months old. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so That's someone's crazy. like, what, what, what team do you support? City. <laughs> oh my God, you know what's so funny? In my family, like half of us are City fans, the other half are United. So yeah, I, I get the. I will say, I was a Man United fan before. City got bought because when they bought the team, I was like, right. "Wow, this team is incredible!" Like, I, I cannot not root for them. So now you switched up. You switched sides. I, did. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's still it Manchester is. though, so that's fine. Dang, where are you located, man? I'm in Houston, but I'm I moved from Mexico when I was 15. So oh, I've been here half my life in Mexico, half my life here. So I'm 30. Oh, really? I love yeah. Houston yeah. and I love Mexico. Were you in Mexico City or where? No, Guadalajara. Okay, cool. So that's southwest, like uh, like two hours from Puerto Vallarta. Cool, man. Yeah, my grandpa's from Durango. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's a little bit north from. Yeah, I know. I was just in Mexico recently. I love it there. But yo, yeah. uh, we were talking about you, Millie, this morning in the Discord, which you should join. And this man right here was saying he wanted to talk about NFTs. Yeah, of course. So yeah. what's your what's your main question? Because me my and Millie main... have been talking about NFTs behind the scenes by the way mm-hmm. we just haven't announced it officially and i just said it now but we're not going to give away all the details but i know millie's super interested so what's your question very interested yeah so uh, will you be issuing like poaps when people go to your concerts or are you planning on coming out with like an nft collection in the future or what is your take on that well mike and i have obviously had conversations about um doing Millie NFTs. I'm very, um, you know, my music is very, I try to build the songs around a world. So obviously the world for this first project is cowgirl themed. Um, So Mike and I have had conversations about 
seeing how we could potentially tie NFTs into what we're doing, developing these characters. Um, even like what I was just talking about, my outfits for stage. I mean, those are all different characters. They're all variations of the same character. So seeing how we could potentially marry that with uh, an NFT concept is definitely something that I'm very interested in doing. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And with the with the first thing you said about the concert attendance, Poeps, um, that's a cool it's a cool idea. And it, mm-hmm. I know it's around when people show up, they get the little NFT to prove they were there, and it's a, kind of a collectible. It's like it's fun. Um, in your opinion, man, since you asked the question, like, where do you see that going? Like, what's your view on all those? Well, I was just um. You know, I'm in construction, but I'm kind of doing articles in NFTs and stuff like that. So I was writing about um, uh, like the NFTs, utilities and whatnot. And so my take on POAPs is like, you know, I saw that um, Michael Jordan's like the uh, debut ticket sold for like over 200000 right? And with POAPs, I mean, obviously she's going to blow up. So what wouldn't you, what, what do you think that that pull-up of her first pull-up concert, well, obviously it was at 1.37 p.m. in Miami when she played, which I have the in spirit one because I wasn't it, I wasn't there. But like, it's just, I don't know. It's just, but having that and then maybe passing it on to your kids, like mm-hmm. it's just maybe something special to you or it could mean you can sell it because you can actually sell your pull-ups. Yeah, that's a so, good point. And I mean, I'll let Millie comment in a second but you know what also um you know as M- millie grows and grows she could always say hey if you have this poet from whenever here's something special for you you know prove you have it you're one of the people who saw me on my first tour or you currently own the token from my tour yeah i mean i think that's really smart yeah so exactly keep that in mind millie for sure i definitely will keep that in mind and i think you know i have kind of come to America as an independent artist, despite the incredible co-signs that I've been very grateful to have. So to be honest, the fan base that um, I'm currently building, I'm genuinely very, very grateful for every single person, including yourself. So to be able to have something like that, um, you know, and Mike and I have talked about it very briefly, but to have something like that, which is going to see you through like my whole career and, and the growth and all, the, all those other things would be very, um, I think that's quite a special thing to suggest doing. And it's free and it doesn't require you to know about like, you know, um, Web3 or NFTs. You mm-hmm. can just put your email and claim the pull-up. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very smart. Yeah. Well, when Millie does South by Southwest, will you be traveling from Houston to Austin or what? I was just looking at the tickets actually before you even mention it. Um, well, I, I have a newborn. She's like almost two months. So oh my God. Congratulations. Thank you. So it's, uh, I mean, I'm actually going to go to a Michael Rappaport's comedy show in Austin that week. So it's kind of like, I might tell my wife, like we should try to like do a couple things, but I never been to South by, even though I'm mm-hmm. from Houston. So I don't know, like the, the ticket in is kind of expensive. So I got to figure it out how that all works so yeah well the way south by yeah the way south by works is yeah you can buy a ticket and do the official route but a lot of times if you want to see cool artists and you want to maybe even see some artists that are on the come up it's super like of the moment so like millie 
like if she gets booked, it might be right before South by, right? Because it's all of the moment. And then a lot of times it's like, okay, on the main street there in Austin, 6th Street or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a bar on the corner. You get to see Millie. You get to see Lil' Keys. You get to see whoever. And then the official, official one that you have to pay a lot of money for, that might be like Casey Musgraves, who we all love here. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like, yeah, so yeah. I, I hear South you. By, you might not want to buy that expensive ticket because – that makes sense. Heads up, you might not need it. Right, right. But also I mean, COVID, you better be careful if you go to South by. They might even, I don't even know if they're going to do it, you know? I know. that. I mean, I've ha- I had COVID like a couple months ago and it, yeah, it's, it well, is what listen, it is. It does happen and you and your wife want to come. Like me and Michael make sure that we, we got you so you and your wife can come. <laughs> oh, well, I'll, I'll definitely, I mean, I told her I was going to be on here. Uh, she's actually taking a nap because the baby wouldn't let her sleep, but she's definitely going to watch. <laughs> yeah, you can save the ticket money for a babysitter. Me and Michael sent you out the tickets. <laughs> yeah. Actually, we yeah. already asked our mother, my mother-in-law to come with us so that she can stay back in the hotel. Oh, perfect. And so. Perfect. So you got Dang. a plan then. Oh, yeah. Well, you got to. <laughs> All right. Hell yeah. Well, yo, um, thanks for your time. And yeah, if you come to South by, we'll grab a cerveza at a saloon with our cowboy boots on. It'll be fun. And the hat. And the hat. For sure, for sure. (laughs) Don't come to Austin if you don't have a hat, man. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate it, guys. All right. Thanks so much. Appreciate appreciate it. Thank you. All right, cool. Well, that that was awesome. And yeah, um, he told me he was going to join during his lunch break. So that's cool that people set up their lunches and stuff like that hey garfield what's up the goats all right emily the question all right one second emily i even saw some people spamming that's okay i love the spam don't block block the spammers don't block the spammers i love them too that's how i find you know what's funny millie sometimes people will spam me and they'll be like check out this artist check out this artist check out this artist and then i check them out and they're amazing oh wow i'm like thanks for the spam because i do listen to whatever you know because right also, when artists are really bad, no offense, anyone, but if I listen to a whole lot of bad music, then I hear someone like Millie. I'm like, damn, Thank you. she's amazing because it stands out, you know? Right. Oh, whoa. Here's a comment. Love your music, Millie. Would you ever be interested in recording over a beat? There it is. Generated by artificial intelligence. Um, what, does, what does he mean by that? Yeah, I'm not positive because, oh, <laughs> I see. It's like a person's not in control, but I guess the person would have to program the computer. You know what? Okay. You're smarter than us, so if you have an up, update right. on that question. That goes, that's above my, uh, it's going above my head slightly, I feel like. <laughs> All right. Um, some of the people in the Discord are posting questions, but they're not free to join us. Emily, why don't you join and ask your question? Who's someone? Oh, who's someone you'd love to work with from Jordan? I would love to work with um, ESTG. Really? Yes. Okay. Have you reached out or does that, does anyone know that? Or did you, does this like an exclusive <laughs> does anybody know? I mean, I'm the queen of a DM. Like I really do like a DM. So I quite often, you know, like for example, like I DM'd Sway Lee like three years ago and then he hit me like three months ago to say that he loved um, the record I had put out. So I'm very much about DMing people years in advance and then waiting for them to see it. Um, so yeah, I definitely have sent him a DM, but he, um, I just haven't ever heard him work with a, like a female vocalist and I've heard some of his, you know, I've been a fan of him for a long time. So a lot of his older music, um, 
and, and his newer stuff, obviously. But I think that would be really interesting to see if we could do something together. Yeah. All right. Ignore that question from Emily. She's hilarious. That's that's irrelevant, Emily. Anyway, <laughs> yo, I think I know his people, so I'll I'll let them know too. Um, mm-hmm. This person right here. Hi. Am I late? You're not late. Um, anyway, yo. So I know the last guest said that they loved Right Time. Yeah. I love Right Time. It's not your most streamed song, but it's my favorite song. My least streamed song, but my most in-person, like if somebody's going to come up and say one of the records that won. But it, like streaming-wise, it's the least streamed. So when people say that, I'm like, really? You like Right Time? You know? Well, you know what's funny, though, is with with Spotify and all this stuff, you might get on a certain playlist, right? Like, obviously, Mm -hmm. you're on our playlist, but you might get put on Rap Caviar. But the person... Everyone needs to hear this. The person who puts you on that playlist, they pick the song for whatever reason. It could be a good reason. It could be a bad reason. But what they're doing kind of is tweaking what people think when they first see you. So I just said that song we're talking about right now is my favorite. But a random person who's never heard of you might go to your page and not even listen to it. So there's pros and cons of playlisting, you see, because it's like that might be the song that blows you up. It just people won't know it until it blows you up, you know? And it's interesting as well, because I feel like right time, my manager, Chris, like he really, really loved the song when I did it. And um, I think it has a really positive message, which most of the songs so far haven't really had that positive message. And it's the first solo song I've ever put out. So streaming wise, I wasn't expecting it to do as well, obviously, as like the song that has Keen and Ryla Rodriguez on it. But actually those streams almost mean more in kind of a funny way because I, there's nobody featured on it. It's my first solo record. So. Dang. Okay. I didn't even know that it meant so much to you. All right. Well then it'll be the number one song on Monday. Thank you. Let's go. Yeah. Right now it's number two, but I got to move it. Oh God. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Number one on our playlist, Monday to Monday, go stream it. But, uh, Let's talk about that song though, because what's crazy to me, not crazy, but what I love the most is when you start rapping, like when you say, like, I mean, you're singing a lot and you, you do both extremely well, but I can't remember. It's like, you, what do you say? You're like, I got money on my mind, something all the time. Been through the mud and I'm grinding sunshine and it's my time. It's like a shine or you hitting a baby got me feel like the right time. But then the verses are very like, they're quite the message of the song is like obviously feeling like you're in the right space at the right time to have things happen for you. But the message of the verses is really like, Oh, all of you have been kind of like seeing me grind away for the last three and a half years, but actually, you know, I've been doing it by myself largely. So <laughs> if you didn't believe in it now, then it's too late. maybe, <laughs> Or like you didn't believe before it's too late. Cause I'm still going anyway. Hell so- yeah. And you, well, I love that. Thank you. And everyone listening, by this point, you're probably pulling up the song because we've been talking about it. And you're like, let me hear this damn song. But yeah, the rap part to me, that just, I love. And it gets stuck in my head. I posted a clip of you performing it in Atlanta. Thank you. It was like right after the hook, you say something like, I don't, I don't remember. I'm, I'm, like, I'm whipping that shit, flipping that shit. I'm the biggest yes. about it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, I'm like, damn, I wish that I was there when she recorded this. It's just so good. It like yeah. flows right off your tongue. It's like, it's so natural. It's perfect. Yeah, and I think, you know, um, 
I, I had left the second verse empty for a while because I really felt like I could hear Gunnar on the second verse and I'll do this thing sometime I won't finish the song if I feel like oh I could get a good feature on it or this person would fit really well but actually um it was getting closer and closer to time and um that I wanted to put the song out and I just thought you know what I'm just going to go back in and finish it myself and actually I think that's probably the best decision I think Gunnar would have been amazing but I think there's something about that song which is really about my journey to feeling like I'm ready to I'm ready to kind of take control of my own destiny as it were and I think that second verse really is helpful to the storyline, you know? I agree. That brings up a good point. And I want to know your opinion on this, but mm. this has come up in the past. Cause see a lot of people who watch and listen to the podcast, cause we put this everywhere. Um, a lot of people who listen are emerging artists, emerging managers, emerging label people and established. But what I'm saying is a lot of the keys to me of the podcast is trying to help people get some tips that they haven't gotten yet. Hmm. Um. Oh my God! Would you rather be Lil Nas X? Emily, stop! Stop highlighting these questions. I mean, that's looked like a quite interesting one. <laughs> oh my God! All right, bring it back. <laughs> Wait, Mike. I feel like I interrupted you. Sorry. No, I, I know what I'm going to say. You could answer okay. this first. Would you rather be Lil Nas X for a day, or would you rather? Oh, obviously, I'd rather be Lil Nas X for a day. <laughs> I mean, who <laughs> wouldn't? Let's be honest. He's your favorite food what the <laughs> all right we appreciate all questions all questions are good questions thank you so um that's right so my question is i tell these artists every time oh my god emily i tell these artists all the time when you're in your position right yeah if you drop an ep or an album um, it should be all about you. So when Waka Flocka dropped his debut album, DJ Holiday told me it was actually a mixtape. Mm. And he told me that, you know, DJ Holiday was on there screaming and doing his thing. And I guess Waka Flocka got so hot off the Oh, Let's Do It or whatever song right. that got him so hot that the label was like, whoa, we just need to drop an album. And I guess they didn't necessarily have anything. This is what Holiday mm. told me. Mm. But because it was Holiday, I, I believe him. Right. But, you know, whatever. Anyway. I was told that the label was like, all right, cool. Take the DJ drops off. This is your album. Mm. And if you look at the album, I'll pull it up right now. He doesn't have any famous features. Like okay. I don't even think Gucci mains on it. And the point of my story is it really made him the star of the album. Mm. Like, and I tell people it's like if he would have had Drake on it or if he would have had Wiz Khalifa or, Big Sean. Or, I, I know all those people. I know all those artists. I have a lot of love for them. But what I'm trying to say is it takes away from you. You know, it's like Waka Flocka was the star. I think his friends were on the song. His like people he knew in the neighborhood. Right. He, like, his friends were doing ad libs. You see what I'm saying? And I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. I guess he had the Roscoe Dash Wale song that was famous. But I don't know. The whole point is, look at these other features. It's not like huge, huge names, but he was on fire at the time. Mm. So it's like, if you drop your project, even mm. the woman who's been in your stories who looks like you, remember like who you guys dress alike and stuff? Oh, are you talking about my best friend? That was in the right time video. 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> even if she isn't a hardcore musician or anything, even just having an interlude with her or having yeah. her say something and featuring her, because see, the album should be all about you. Like, take us to Millie's world. It's not really yeah. like, hey, I, like, even, I agree yeah. with that. And I think um, as a consumer of music, you know, I always used to feel quite disappointed, to be honest, when I would see like a female artist that I like. It's like Fergie. Like, when we look at Fergie's album, we're, we're not looking for features, are we? Like, granted, like, Fergalicious had the Will I Am feature, which you expect because she was in the Black Eyed Peas. But I mean, like, if you Amorous and you think about um, London Bridge, all those big songs, that was her by herself. And I, I do agree. I think the features can't ever be, um, they can't ever look forced. And I'm just not a fan of putting people it's like how I just said about Gunnar I only had that idea because I felt like he would fit really nicely on it and do I still think he would yeah absolutely but I feel like people don't and I think that's why sometimes when you have and I've seen it happen features that labels put together um it's it doesn't feel authentic because you know for a fact those two artists are not friends they don't hang out which is why sometimes when you start becoming friends with another artist, you don't press the issue of like, let's do a record together because it's not really about that. It's really about, can we exist in each other's world? And if we can, it's like me and Umfunk, like two very unlikely people, but we've got a relationship now and the music doesn't sound forced or like it was put together by somebody else because we have a genuine relationship. So I think you're right. I think people want to see who's in your life. You know, I've even thought about my cousin's a phenomenal singer and I think about all the time, like, asking him to get out something with me, you know? I'd rather listen to that than you and Drake any day. And I, I don't know if everyone feels that way, but that's how I feel. You know what I mean? I, I want to be in your world. And like you post photos with Unfunk. If I know sometimes I say his name funny, but young <laughs> yeah. thug's brother, young thug's yeah. brother, his real life brother. And he posts photos with you and people know it's real. Mm. And the Sway Lee thing, you told us that story. So now people know it's real. And if you really expand that relationship and it's a real thing, though, that's what it's all about because the people have to buy into you and it's yeah. cool that your friends and people you collab with might not be making the same genre all the time, as long as it's real, you know? Yeah. And I think as well, I'm not really, I don't love the idea of like, Oh, I just went to the studio with this person. I now have to post it on Instagram. There's been a million occasions where I've been in rooms with people. And I think it's cause I'm from the UK as well. We're quite, um, quite, we're very sensitive to like not want to seem like, uh, you know, like we're in the room and we want to get a million. It's quite, I would never, like, I never ask Young Thug for a photo ever. We just, somebody just happened to take one of us and there's only one photo of us ever. But that doesn't mean I'm not around him still. But yeah. I just, I just don't like those relationships are very sacred. And I think if you genuinely uh, are friends with somebody, you respect their artistry enough to not constantly be like, can you get on this? Can you get on this? Can you take a photo? I just, I don't really believe in that, you know? I agree. And Jordan just said organic growth is the best and only way to go. Yeah, I really agree with that. And I think I had a lot of um, resistance early on to what I was doing because I think people felt like um, maybe it wasn't genuine or that I was trying to hop on a trend. But I think... Um, that those comments are no longer valid because I continue to kind of prove myself in the space and um, yeah, nothing about it is, is disingenuous. I think. We could tell. All right. Here's a question. Is there a particular venue or event that you would like to play? Thank you, Taylor. 
Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's a very good question. There are many. I think um, both times I lived in London and I've lived in Atlanta, I've lived very close to venues um, and I walk past them. So when I lived in London, I lived behind the Hammersmith Apollo and I'd walk past it every day on my way to work. And so, you know, playing any kind of show in London would be amazing. Hammersmith Apollo would obviously be amazing because I've got the history of walking past it on my way to work. And then I think in terms of Atlanta, I've seen some really legendary shows at Buckhead Theatre and also um, I saw James Blake at Tabernacle. Um, I saw my friend Deontay Hitchcock open for Black there. Um, So any event, I think, in London or Atlanta that would be very exciting. What about birthday bash in Atlanta? Hell yeah, I would love to do that. <laughs> I like to have a good time, so. <laughs> you know. Oh, that's a good point. You should go from the famous place in London. Or is it in London? Mm, yeah. All right, so the famous place in London, down to birthday bash, and then go to Nashville and do a honky tonk. Yeah, do you know what? And I'm such like a lover of all genres of music. Like I just went to see Andrea Bocelli at Madison Square Garden. Um, and you know, I love all genres of music, so I'm really trying to just earn respect in multiple genres because I genuinely have interest in a lot of different styles of music. So, yeah. And what's cool. Yeah. We're going to answer this question. Yeah. In fact, answer it now, Emily, you can bring it back. This person answered or asked it more than once. Okay. Biggest challenge for next year may also personal um I think quite a big personal challenge for me is um I think I struggle sometimes with not being able to go home as often as I would like to and obviously that's changing now because we've got the laws are changing on being able to come back and forth from the UK but I think not being able to go home uh for two and a half years has been deeply challenging as personally and I don't think many people would really know that because I'm not I don't really publicize that but um you know being away from my parents one of the bigger challenges which is why that really drives me in my work because they like seeing my shows (laughs) on Instagram (laughs) so yeah that really drives me because I want to be able when I do go home I want them to be to feel like I've been achieving things in america so there's reason for my you know sacrifice to to be away from them yeah damn that story now i want to i want to i'm gonna start posting on that famous apollo theater in london i'm gonna start posting that they need to book you i'll post every day i would i mean honestly and they have like this banner and i remember once seeing like melody is it melody martinez melody martinez she, she does all the really dope, like, she has really dope makeup and stuff. But I saw her avatar, like, her name on the front. I saw Dave Chappelle there. Like, it's pretty Dang. Cool. Miley Cyrus there. All right, cool. Thank all you right. for that comment. That's very nice. Oh, wow. Positive comments. Yeah, if anyone has anything positive to say, you don't even have to have a question. Only, only positive, please. <laughs> I can't cope with negativity at all. All right, yeah, if anyone has anything negative to see, you can throw it up here. <laughs> yeah, this um, is nice. Cool. Well, yeah, the last thing I want to say is, oh, yeah, nice cup, nice mug. Thank you. You're a really inspiring person because all your IG stories are fun, cool, animated. And, yeah, you know, you could do whatever you want in music. And one thing people don't think about enough is that most people have a lot in common. So even when you're in Nashville doing your show, 
like people in Nashville like rap too, guys. Like people in yeah. Atlanta and people in New York City like country too. You know what I mean? Like yeah. people just like good music from the heart. Well, so as long as you're doing that, you're good. Yeah, and you know, Casey Musgrave sold out the Royal Albert Hall, which is, you know, legendary concert venue in London. Again, a dream to be able to play there. Adele played there. And you know, when I was at I did like um the bars in Nashville and I asked the DJ to play ESTG look back and they did and everybody loved it. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing that you learn when you're on the road is like a lot of people are very similar on the earth, guys. You're not alone. You know, it's like we yeah, all like real think, stories. Yeah, real stories. And I think everybody everybody wants to have a good time. And I think um, that doesn't always have to be being on stage, being wild, crazy. You know, I think people also have a good time when I'm singing a ballad. I hope they do. But, you know, I think um, it's about putting on a good show is about escapism and it's about um, being relatable and I don't think I'm any different to anybody else. I hope nobody that comes to my show thinks I am. I hope when they talk to me, they realize, I, th I think I just want particularly young women that come to my show to realize if you have a dream, like you're in control of it and you can go for it and do it and be a nice person. Like you don't have to be an asshole to do this job. No. All right. Well, I love it. And yeah, also for anyone young, especially young women in the NFT space, pay attention because we're about to do something epic. Okay. I'm excited. <laughs> I know, right? I'm excited. I'm so happy you joined us today. Thank you so much. Yo, we're going to put this on YouTube. We're going to put it on Spotify. We're going to put it on Apple. I know it's going to go a lot of other places. Emily has the whole list. Well, thank um, you so much for having me and thank you for being so supportive and genuinely every time i see my name on that playlist i'm just like, very honored so thank you very much for all your support. oh yeah someone just said they love your pink clothes ah thank you <laughs> hell yeah let's go yeah we're gonna keep supporting you because your music's amazing and that song that has your least streams that's our favorite one we're gonna change that thank uh you. we're gonna bring the streams up we have to that's what people want people want to hear good right, stuff so. that's so. why we have a job here <laughs> Thank you. Well, I appreciate it. And, you know, I just love what you're doing for independent artists. I think it's very important and it definitely doesn't go unnoticed by myself oh, and my independent peers. <laughs> Thank you. All right, cool. Well, yo, talk to you later then. Yeah, mate. See you later. All right. Peace. Thanks, everybody. Bye. I did so rich if you rich.